this is number six, right? Ooh, oh. ooh, nice. Episode number six, I think. TBR in three, two, one. Well, welcome to the baseball wrap. We're not watching baseball now because it's over, and uh, neither of us are happy about it. We'll just put that out there right away. And it's Chiefs night. Chiefs night, yeah. So we're both got the game on. I'm watching it because I'm a Chiefs fan. You're watching it probably because you have fantasy implications. No, actually, I don't. No, I've, okay. I've wrapped up my fantasy week. I oh, nice. Really pummeled the guy I'm playing, but uh, always nice. We don't have to even worry about Monday night, huh? Yeah, and I got it. And I got a player tomorrow night still. And you've already won it though, so you can just like already relax. Won. Yeah, I can just relax, so you're yeah. actually just interested in this game, Chiefs Titans. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Titans. Um, I like their coach Vrabel. Like he's done quietly yeah. a nice job down there. I mean, they've never won the big game, so he's never gotten all this credit. But how long has he been there now? I mean, he's got to been there like 10 years, right? Oh, has it been that long? Maybe, like maybe it. it has. What What do you think? Five or six? Oh, I think it's been at least seven. I'm going to say over under a seven and a half. What do you got? What do you got on that? Take the over or the under? I say seven and a half. Under. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah. Only like five. This is a, no way. Yeah. His fourth year, really? Wow! All right, he's he seems like he's great. been there a long time. You're right. Yeah, it feels like he's been a long time because they haven't been that good. Um, I mean, they've been good ever since he's been there. He brought like that level of toughness, you know, prepping him for games. He's one of the few. It might be the only really um, um, expatriate guy that's actually a good coach, a good head coach. Has done something. Yeah. I mean, who else can you think of? Oh, and there's the touchdown for the big guy. Who can you think? Of? Who else could you think of? I mean, Romo Cornell wasn't very good. Charlie Weiss wasn't very good. Uh, McDaniel's yeah, not very not good. good. Yeah, no. his I mean, second go around. Is he? Is he the Raiders guy? Yeah. How bad are they, man? Man, dude, they were up seventeen nothing today. I thought. Oh. I thought um, they're gonna. I thought it was a lock. That yeah, that's win. well, because who are they playing? They weren't playing a very tough team, right? They were at Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, back to baseball real quick. I mean, it's not going to take long. Well, it might take long. I mean, look, I don't want it to take long. I thought I, mean, I thought disgusting. Philly was hot coming in, but quite frankly, I mean, <laughs> you know, they won what? They won two games, and they probably should only won one. I mean, they 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 had to sneak out game one, or else this could have been a four-one thing. The only yeah. game they really dominated in and really batted around in was that seven-nothing game, uh, game three. And then they get no hit, not a real no hitter, but a combined no hitter. Bottom line is their team didn't get a hit against the other team. Right. Right. Um, then they lose a close one. And then, gosh, that, that game six, it just didn't feel like they were ever in it. Part of it was Valdez pitched really well. I mean, he did, whether he's cheating, tampering or not, he pitched really well against them. And then some, you know, some moves by uh, the the manager of Philly down the stretch with pitching didn't work. And um, they you just can only, looked, looked yeah. like they were kind of out of it. Like they could never, never really into the game. Well, they got the home run from Schwarber, and which put him up one nothing. And I think was it the very was it that bottom of that inning? Yeah, that they gave up for war spot. I didn't yeah. agree with taking Wheeler out, man. I just, I didn't either. You can only do that so many times. You can only throw a lefty against Alvarez. He had been he hadn't homered in like forty two at bats, and you're not going to get him out every time. He's going to get you. He's going to yeah. be and he's. Plus, he's seen Alvarado numerous times during this this series. 
Yeah, I didn't. I look. I didn't think they they were in it much. Um, Schwarber hit that home run. That was the only sign of life. I thought Hoskins had really bad at bats. Really, the whole World Series, sadly, because I really like him and he's a good player. I thought Harper, you know, had some good at bats, but he was kind of. They kind of could pitch him delicately because nobody else was doing much. I mean, Real Muto would have a moment here and there, game one, and then you know he got that hit in the ninth inning, but nobody was consistently good for the Phillies really in the World Series, really other than Harper and Schwarber. There's only real consistent, good and scary guys. Like Castellanos never really got it going. No, the bottom of the order never got it going. There was just Castellanos no help. never really. He never really got it going this year. Period. I mean, the guy hit yeah. 12 home runs after hitting, I think, over 30 at Cincinnati last year. Yeah. So maybe it just required him to settle in. But I, I expected, and I think the Phillies did a lot more out of Castellanos this year. Real yeah, Mudo, I mean, ever since ever since Real Mudo's heroics in game, uh, was it game one? Yeah, game, game one. one. Yeah. I think he was like one for 22 with like 12 strikeouts. Yeah. How does that happen? How does that I mean, all of a sudden just turn? Look, some of it can be, you got You got to give some credit. And I probably a lot of credit to the, to the Astros pitching staff. I don't like the way they pitch because it's just guys throwing as hard as they can, but it's worked for them. They have a little movement on their ball, so it works for them. That's not my favorite brand of baseball, but that's kind of what it's turning into. So they're just rolling big guys out of, out of the pin, you know, right one behind the other. They're throwing 99, 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And, and they had them. They're young. They had showed no fear. They're very aggressive, you know? Um, so, I mean, I thought the Astros were definitely, I mean, by far, sadly, the better team that entire series. You know, I kept, I kept hoping Philly would show yeah. something and come back because I didn't want the Astros to win. And, and, and yes, I 100% didn't want them to win because of their alignment with the cheating scandal. And there's still guys on that team that were a part of that. And they've never been penalized for it. I no. think Altuve is a really good player. I think Bregman's a really good player. I don't want them to win anymore because they cheated. And if you say, oh, was it really cheating? Yeah, MLB called it cheating and got rid of the GM and the manager. Like, it yeah. was cheating, and yeah. nothing happened to the players. And now they're back at it and, you know, winning winning a World Series again. So that's why I didn't yeah. want them to win. That's why I'm not happy that they won. Yeah, I don't I don't really care for it either. And and that hit-by-pitch that Maldonado I totally leaned into it. Into. Well, did you, did you see what, as they were showing the comparison, where he was standing in the box? Yeah. Previously? He, this yep. guy was on, he was out there with one goal and that was to get hit by a pitch. Yeah. And he did. I mean, and the, and the umpire to look at that has to consider when the home play umpire was awful. The final Mark Steele was bad that he was night. Terrible. He was bad for, for both teams, but he was bad. Yeah. yeah. He and was calling strikes at people. I mean, both teams were like, are you joking? Oh, the one that he like, called it was Ca- crazy. Castellanos out. Oh, that was I terrible. Mean, come on, dude. Seriously. Yeah, that was terrible. That was huge too. I mean, in a game like that, everything is huge, but that was huge yeah. on Castellanos, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. The ump's got to say no. I mean, if your toes are on the batter's box and you're and in your normal stance, there's no way you're not hanging over the plate, even if you pull back. And he pulled back because the ball was coming in on him. Right. To create the contact. If he had to kept his arms out, a ball might have missed him and gone right. under his arms. So yep. regardless, if your toes are on the box like that at the edge of the box, a big guy like that, you're going to be over the plate. You just are. And so, yeah, I think I thought that was a bad call, but you know, give them credit. They got hits when they needed to. And I mean, man, the manager, Al- the manager a- brought in the fastball pitcher and the fastball hitter. Oh, dude, he for smoked a that ball. He hit as soon as it left the bat. I'm like going three, one series over. Yeah. He, I mean, at yeah. 450 feet. I mean, he just crushed that thing. Yeah. And I think Al- 450 might be light. That, that thing, that ball was, I thought that it was, was like 500 foot home run. That was, that was, was crushed. hammered. 
Yeah. I mean, they, they say that all the time. And this is, this is my biggest problem with, um, with <clears throat> managers that have to, I mean, they played what two games or three games in the wild card Philly. Two. They only they played play the two. They played they, two, uh, right? They swept yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. But, but so if you constantly go to your bullpen over a three week period, right. Um, a guy might be able to come in and still throw the ball fast, but there's no movement on that ball. There's no life on that ball. And so he was coming in throwing fastballs that were, yeah, they were still 99 miles an hour, but they were dead straight. And every batter, every good hitter says, you know, you can time a bullet if you get to see it enough. If it doesn't move, it's the movement that is is the killer. Right. And I think that that's what I don't like about the announcing. They they say how great these guys are. And they they and in the fourth inning, Wheeler was dealing and Smoltz said something like, well, he's only got to get one more inning out of him. And I'm like, what have we turned into? Well, I mean, seriously, you want five innings out of a guy who's dealing? Let him pitch out of that jam. I agree with you. Let him pitch out of that jam. Go to a reliever the next inning if you want to. But even then, if he gets out of the jam, he's probably at 89, 90 pitches at the max because he pulled him at 76, right? This is Yeah, if, I think it was closer to 70. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it was 70. I might be getting confused with somebody else because I mean everybody's getting pulled around 75 pitches. He, he threw like. 70 pitches that game. 70. Yeah. You know, and then Smoltz is talking about one more inning out of him. And then they're all over the fact when it didn't work out. Well, you know, you get to, you know, the announcers, the announcing got worse as, as far as I was concerned. It got worse. Went on. It really yeah. did. Yep. Yeah. You can't you can't say, oh, well, this is, you know. This is a new way of playing baseball now. This is a base. This is a new strategy that baseball has changed. No, it hasn't. Why? Why, why would you do that? You got your ace on the mound. He's pitching a good game. All yeah. right, he, he he's got himself in a little bit of trouble, but he's pitching a lot better than he did in game. What was it? Game uh, two. Yeah, and you got to figure. You got to figure too who you're. Who you're. You know who you're what your best opportunity is. And I thought at 70 pitches, he's still your best guy. I mean, he'd been pitching really well. Yeah. And Alvarez hasn't done anything against him so far in the game. And was it Dominguez came in? He's just, all he's going to do is throw fastballs. No, it was Alvarado. Oh, Alvarado. All he's going to do is throw fastballs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah, I thought, I thought, um, I mean, uh, my, my question then was like, Hey, are are you still happy you gave this, uh, this manager, this contract after the, after the wild card win, you know, I mean, I'm sure they are, but again, is he gonna? Is that his way of managing? No, nah, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's the way everybody manages these days. I guess I, I, I'm I would, not a fan I would of that rather actually. Either. I'm not a huge Dusty Baker fan, but I would rather. I, I liked his approach more, and he was getting the most out of his starters that he could. I mean, they were going six innings. I did it. Yeah, Valdez went six innings, ninety three pitches, and he's got a great bullpen. See that? Yeah, he does. That, that Naris, was a brave Presley. Yeah, it was it was like it, it was um, as far as the Phillies bullpen was concerned, they really weren't that great all year. This they they had been pitching well in the World Series, so just like okay, when is when is his luck going to run out on these guys? Hmm. And that's why I think you know, yeah. like we said you got to stick with Wheeler. You got game seven, which is not good when your luck runs out. Game six, I mean, um, no, no. Why don't you like Dusty? I don't know. I just. Um, you know, like he wears his surgical gloves, like a yeah, killer everywhere. The, the toothpick is kind of annoying to me. He's just—it's <laughs> kind of run its. You know, he goes—he goes from one end of the dugout to the other. It's just kind of hokey. And I—I I heard from one of our former uh, 
coaches over at Grand Canyon who worked with him in the minor league system. He didn't really care for him at all. So I guess I'm just going with what he's saying. Look, a lot of these, a lot of these coaches are, are hard asses, man. I mean, they're yeah. tough to be around. I mean, that, and yeah. that makes them good. And they, I mean, yeah. a lot of these players are tough to be around. They've got to kind of be that way in many ways with these players. Cause these players are, are kind of, you know, selfish guys too. And so I think a lot of these manager kind of selfish guys too. I, I don't doubt Dusty Baker, what he's achieved in life and how he's played and everything. And he's been in that, that, that locker room for those years. I, I don't doubt he's kind of a surly my way or the highway kind of oh, yeah. in the butt kind of guy, yeah. you know? And you probably, um, you're right. You probably do need that. But let's face it. The guy's had a lot of success wherever of success. he's been. I mean, part of why I don't, I, I was thinking, do I like Dusty or not? And I, I try to, part of it is he'd won with Houston and I did not want Houston to win, but I take yeah. Houston out of it. And I love Dusty Baker when he played for the Dodgers because I, I liked the Dodgers because they were the only ones that could beat the Yankees. And I hated the Yankees, you know, yeah, and yeah. I like that Hollywood kind of Steve Garvey and Ron Say and Bill Russell, Tommy Lasorda. I liked those guys. Right. Um, and Dusty was he was a gamer, man. And, and I, I liked Dusty a lot. And then as a manager, he's always had really good teams. I don't, I don't know something about him. He always does a good job. His teams always make it. The teams always do well. So um you know, I, I think I, I think I like Dusty. I think I was, you know, hey, good for him. You know, it's only yeah, he's good never for him. done sure. in his career. Never won a I mean, World as a Series. Manager. Got, yeah. got, he won got as a player, ring. right? Yeah, he got it with, with the Dodgers. They Dodgers, won. yeah. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, so I like him. I, what I, what I, the, I think the reason I didn't like him initially when I was like, why, why, why do I not like Dusty? These announcers, they make you out to be Mother Teresa. I know. Yeah. How many times did Joe Davis say? Uh, just a wonderful, a beautiful human being. That was his name. He's a beautiful human being. What does that even Number mean? Number one, yeah, I don't know what it means. Number two, maybe is, maybe isn't. Number three, I doubt you really know him that well, Joe, because you know him in a broadcaster, you know, manager relationship. And those guys present how they want to present to the to the to sure. the press. And then number three, what does that have to do with whether he should is a good manager or not? I mean, Billy Martin was not a wonderful human being. He could manage the heck out of games. Earl Weaver, by all accounts, wasn't a Ty Cobb was a horrible human being. He's a great baseball player. Yeah. Like yeah. I just, they, these announcers these days, it's like baseball. The game has changed. They try to make the, the mo they, they try to make the moment bigger or make something more out of it. And it's like, let the moment be the moment. It's like the game isn't enough anymore. We've got to really yeah. pile it on and really add to it and really just talk about how, significant this is oh this he's is amazing just, he's a beautiful yeah. human being he's oh yeah i'm like well is the other guy jerk you're not saying anything about him yeah you know he's been yeah. a long time baseball guy too maybe, maybe dusty is a beautiful human being I, I don't know and then then they read off then he read off all the people he's friends with yeah you i, hear I that? went back and listened to that yeah yeah oh he's a beautiful human being he's got so <clears> many friends he's friends with rob Lowe, and he's friends with he partied with Jimi hendrix and he and i'm like Dude, are you have a love? Are you in love with this guy? You have yeah. a crush on him? I have a man crush. And, like, and da Davis hasn't been around in long enough to even really know this guy at all. Like no. you said, he. I, I thought they were really good there. The the series they did uh, when they did the uh, the Padres Phillies, but I thought they got really <laughs> bad when they did that one. I I want the old guys to come back. You know, just they just call the game. You know, you want Buck let, back? Let, Would you rather a Buck back than uh, Davis? I think Buck has gotten better because he's gotten older and he's just kind of gotten like. I don't know if he's gotten over himself, but he's just gotten kind of over the having to prove himself. It feels like I never, I never thought I'd say this, but I would have rather have listened to Joe Buck in the World Series than Joe. I, I actually, I don't remember where I last heard Joe Buck. Would it have been like the Super Bowl or something? I he actually does Monday Night Football now. 
Yeah, I, th- I think the times I've heard him, I've actually been like, oh, I kind of like him now. Yeah. Um, I feel like Joe Davis is doing what Joe Buck did 15 years ago. Too much talking. Too yeah. much talking. Joe Buck is definitely, yeah, I'd have to say he does not seem to be talking as much as he used to. So, when, And Joe Davis kept doing There's a lot of times, I, what I hate too is when they make statements about what a player is feeling or what a player is thinking, and they've never played the game. It's one thing if John yeah. Smoltz says, hey, in this situation, I bet he's thinking this. I hate that they say, oh, he's thinking, I can't, da, da, da. Well, number one, you have no idea what he's thinking. But you can <laughs> say, hey, in this situation, I'd be thinking, da, 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 da. Or, hey, I've yeah. been in this situation, and I'm thinking this, da, da. So it has a lot more weight when Smoltz. When I hear a broadcaster, like as a broadcaster, me, going, play play oh, again. man, yeah. he's got to be blah, blah. How would I know? Yeah. I've never been in that situation. I hate when they do that. And Joe Davis did that constantly. You know, all yeah. the press, the, oh, the exhilaration, the blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and maybe to be fair, it was his first World Series, really on the big, big stage. Yeah. And next time, nervous. Joe, just cool it. Just cool it. Or hey, maybe he felt that he had to overdo it a little bit. You know, he had to prove himself. I tell you what, the funniest, the funniest part of it, um, the, I like the pregame and stuff. A-Rod talks a lot more than he used to. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't like, and when they brought Derek Jeter on and it was like, it was like a man crush. It was hilarious how uncomfortable he was sitting next to him, how intimidated he was by Jeter and Jeter's whole countenance was just, I mean, they're all pro guys who've had great careers, right? I mean, either hall of fame or right there on the hall of fame bubble, all three of those guys, they've been in massive moments. And so, so their, their confidence level was like here, there Jeter sat down and he was like 10, 10 X man. Like just his whole countenance, his whole attitude, his whole, and he was nice, but just the whole way I yeah. was like, did you watch that interview? Did you go no, back and I watch didn't it? see it? I ha- I'll have to go back and watch it. So yeah, he sits you, down you were, next to, he sits down next to big it. poppy, right? In between poppy and Aaron. and A-Rod just keeps slapping. Oh yeah. Oh, me and Derek, me and Derek. Every time he, I was like, dude, enough. You're a little girl crush. Okay. Was Frank um, Thomas on the set too for that? He or was no? he was further away. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so it went, you know, uh who's the who's the guy running it? Matt uh Burkhart? Yeah, Burkhart was oh, running no, or it. Kevin, Vespersian. Was it Vespersian? Burkhart actually? Is it Kevin? What's his name? Kevin Burkhart, yeah. I think it was Kevin. And then it was A-Rod, and then Jader sat down next to A-Rod, and then it was Big yeah. Poppy, and then it was Frank. Yeah. So Big Poppy's sitting there, and his his hand next to Jeter has the World Series ring on it. When they beat the Yankees, and you know when they came back and beat the Yankees down three nothing, and they beat them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then won the World Series. Jeter sits down. Burkhardt goes, "Hey, the captain joins us. Thanks for being on." He goes, "He goes, yeah." He goes, "I don't like that." And he pointed to the ring. He goes, "Take that off. Take that off." Me, <laughs> oh. And they did it. And Burkhardt goes, "Hey, so it's great to be here." Blah blah. And he goes, "Yeah." Uh, did it. He answered the question. He goes, "No, I'm serious. I, I don't like that. I want that. I want that ring." And he's like, "They're like, you got like." five or six he goes yeah but i want that one and i was like that's why he's the greatest yeah yeah that truly truly bothered him that brought back bad memories he's the most one of the most accomplished baseball players of all time and that ticked him off that that guy was wearing that ring that he felt like he should have had yeah and you know poppy did that yeah and poppy's oh but you knew that bothered him yeah oh yeah. yeah and i'm like that's that those are the greats it's a tortured tortured existence he probably went home. He probably had a horrible night that night because he thought about that the entire time. It's almost That's how like those guys are. The, yeah, they take they take losing harder than they enjoy the winning. That hundred percent, hundred percent. Losing bothers them so much that the, there's no amount of winning that can make up for it. Yeah, if so, they've so, lost. So what they'll tell you, the the greats, 
they hate losing more than they love winning. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I'd say this all the time when I talked to Dan Marley, he always seemed down. Even when they won, I say, coach, can you even enjoy this win? And he said, Mike, he said, losing is the most excruciating pain you've ever felt in your life. There's nothing compares to it. And winning is simply relief. Wow. I go, no enjoyment. He goes, it's just relief. Man. And I was like, well, that's probably good for a player. It kind of sucks as a human being. He goes, it really sucks. <laughs> I was just like, how do you? Or a coach, you know? Yeah. But it, that, that I thought was hilarious. I don't know how many people picked up, but Jeter like three times throughout the interview is like, I, I don't like that. I take that off. Put that on the other finger. Yeah. I want that. Well, think about it. Up 3-0 <laughs> on a team that you've just owned. Yeah. They never beat you. And then, then Poppy was like the key figure in the whole coming. Oh, too. he was he was amazing. I mean, my gosh. Yeah, he was amazing. I think he won two of those games. He won game four for sure. He walked him off. Dave Roberts was a huge part of it too, right? Yeah. Stealing those bases late. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I are people ever going to get over the cheating scandal? I mean, it's only been what four years, five years. It was seventeen, right? Seventeen. Yeah. When they uh, but then they got caught. Caught in eighteen. Or, was it 18 or I thought they got caught in 18 or it might've been two years later because then 19, then 20 was the abbreviated season, right? It was the COVID season. Yeah. And they didn't for some, since it was abbreviated, they said all oh, the uh, sus suspensions don't apply. I'm like, how, how? Probably yeah. because I don't know what the reasoning was, but that, yeah, it annoyed me. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, so this says the Astros stealing scandal resulted in a series of rule violations by members. Of the Astros made it. Technology still signs in 2017 and 18 seasons. Yeah. So two seasons. Uh, Mike Fires, remember when he got let go? He 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 uh he was with them in 16. He brought the oh, scandal yeah. lightning interview with Atlantic. He 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 ratted him out. Yeah. But but it's so funny because even though the Mike unwritten Fires. rules of baseball, even though other people knew it was happening, right? Because after Fires said it and they it came out, a lot of other pitchers were like, I I've I've been yeah I was pitching I'm hearing these things bang and they're hitting home runs and stuff. <laughs> And then it all came, it all came out, but, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm just like, it feels like it's never going to end because the main perpetrators, the players and Alex Cora are back in baseball as if nothing happened. Yeah. AJ well, saw, Hinch was the manager. He's he, he finally got back, but it's like nothing happened to these guys. I saw on Twitter uh, after game three, where they were saying that McCullers was tipping their pitches. Tipping yeah. his pitches. Well, on social media, evidently Astros fans were complaining. The same ones that say, oh, that wouldn't affect anything. They were complaining that, well, he was tipping his pitches. That's why you guys beat us. Yeah. After it finished out, after the season. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was that was the case. Why well, that was funny that people were like, everybody saying, like, um, everybody, everybody, everybody mad that they were stealing this, that he was tipping his pitches. It wasn't fair. Yeah. Like, I, I thought, I thought knowing what pitch was coming didn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did. I did. Did I share that with you? I think we talked about it in the last episode. I still think it's hilarious that Eduardo Perez showed Randy Johnson why he hit four home runs off of him and said, you, you tipped your pitches the entire time because he would hold his glove really tight on a fastball and he would fan it out on a, on a slider. And evidently he did it his entire career. And <laughs> Randy's like, are you joking? And Eduardo's was like, yeah, he goes, but you still had to hit it. Like you, people still, still couldn't hit it, even though we knew it was coming. We still couldn't still hit it. Still hundred miles an hour. <laughs> but how, I mean, he's the best. I'm having this debate with with Mutt and Scotty Sanchez. I think he's the best left-hander to ever play the game, left-handed pitcher. And if he was tipping his pitches and people knew it, and he's still the best he's ever still to still pitch. still getting them out. 
Can you think of a lefty? I mean, you look, the short list is him, Sandy Koufax, Steve Carlton. Who am I missing? Well, Whitey Ford, was he a lefty? I don't think so. I mean, let me Google it. Lefty Gomez was. Who was the uh, Who was the Yankee to throw a, a world a no hitter in the David world Wells? Oh, a Don Larson. Larson. No, he was a righty. He was a righty. Uh, let me see. Top MLB left-handed. I told I we were arguing it, and I said, I told Dan, I said, well, the only one that even comes close is uh, Bill Spaceman Lee. I think he was the greatest left-handed time. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got you got Glavin was great. Um, yeah, people forget about how good Glavin was because Maddox was there and Smoltz was there, but he was really <laughs> good, man. And Carlton, people forget how great. Oh, Mad oh, Bum. Carlton was. So, so yeah. ESPN ranks him, and ESPN, I don't like them, but um, they rank him Mad Bum ten, Glavin nine, Carl Hubble. Oh, that's a good one. Number eight. Oh yeah, Whitey Ford number seven. Uh, Lefty Grove, six. Carlton, five. Ooh, that's low. Warren Spahn, four. Clayton Kershaw, three. Really? What? Above those guys? I don't know about that. Uh, Randy Johnson, two. And Sandy Koufax, one. There's a love for Sandy Koufax that is, I think, warranted. And then there's a love for Sandy Koufax that isn't warranted. I mean, he was <laughs> yeah. he was incredibly dominant. And he was such a great man for those years. But I don't know, man. Where the, There was a... Uh, there was a a legit or genuine fear that lefties had getting in the box against unit. Yeah. Scared. You could see, remember, yeah. remember Larry Walker where yeah. he turned his helmet around in the uh, yeah. all-star that, game, I think. Yeah. Walker or John, John Cruck. I was, think it was Walker did that. And then Cruck, like just no, maybe Cruck did it. Cruck kind of went up from the right side or something. Like yeah. That. yeah. It was just like, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not this, dealing you know? with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- that's a good list though. I, I do think, yeah. man, I, I never thought of Kershaw as that. Maybe it's because he just was so solid. I just didn't think of it that way. Man, I I, I think yeah, I'd I put him in Mad Bum at eight and nine on that list, you know? Mad Bum was maybe pretty- above Whitey Ford. I, I don't know. You know, Whitey Ford, Carl, Carl Hubble, man. Glavin, I don't know. I Maybe it's because the old guys. I think Randy's the best ever. But either way, I forgot how good Carlton was. Golly, man, that guy won like five Cy Youngs or something like Dude, that. He was, I, I just remember. Four Cy Youngs. You know, following the Cubs growing up and playing the Cardinals, it was just like plays. Yeah, because he was Cardinals from sixty-five to seventy-one, and then for some reason they traded him. Right? Or he was? I mean, there wasn't. Was he? Did he? Was he a free agent? Oh, and then he he went to yeah. Oh, went to the Phillies with the Cardinals. He He was with the the Cardinals from sixty-five to seventy-one, and then he was with the Phillies seventy-two to eighty-six. That's where most people know him. And then he kind of hung on San Francisco, Chicago. He played for your White Sox in eighty-six. Indians, Twins. No, I don't remember. Um, Golden Glove in 81. He was a Cy Young in 72, 77, 80, and 82. So, so the Cardinals have him six years. This is for this is for Mutt. They trade him to the Phillies and wins four Cy Youngs. <laughs> Oops. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for coming. Oh, this is a frustrating football game, man. They've already missed an extra point, and Tennessee is just ramming the ball down their throats. That's going to be the problem with the Chiefs. This is why they're they're a great team and they're a frustrating team. They got a chance now because the Jets took care of the Bills. They got a chance to get back even with the Bills, and uh, they're going to let Tennessee come into their place. You know, it's like, gosh, guys. Well, you know, the Bills let the Jets beat them today. Yeah, but that was at the Jets. Yeah, I know. This is, but I still. mean, this, this is at home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they've got a great opportunity here. You know, I mean, you're getting a lot of great stuff from with your Vikes because the Packers just decided they couldn't play football anymore. No. And and the and and the Bears got beat today. 
um, on a crazy <laughs> shootout of a game. Vikings have a four-game lead in the North. That's already. insane, dude. Yeah. Did you see that comeback by uh, Brady? I didn't. I got your text. And we were out hiking. I got your text. I'm like going, they didn't come back and win that game because I saw it was like 13-6, and the Rams were just controlling the entire game. The Bucks looked horrible. They marched down and should have. They marched down and Tom hit hit a guy. I forget who it was in the end zone. Guy had to jump for it. The ball hit him off the came off. They they go four and out. They they couldn't score on fourth and goal. They don't get it. They had two timeouts. So it was um, thirteen to six at the time, or thirteen to nine. Thirteen to six at the time. Oh thirteen gosh. thirteen to nine. Thirteen to nine. Oh. And then um and then uh play nothing. Then they do like a pitch to Cooper Cup. Oh my gosh, Cup is running around the sideline and he he's so worried about going out of bounds and stopping the clock, he slides like five yards short of the first down. Oh, Had he turned it up, geez. he could have got the first down. <clears throat> so he slides, they take their time out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They have to punt. And I think there was only like 37 seconds left or something. They punt to Brady. Yeah, they because he scored with like 15 seconds left in the game, right? First play of the game. First play of the game. Or first play with like 40, whatever, 50 seconds. I don't think they think that 45. Hits a guy down the middle. For like, for like, gets them to the the other. They were on their own thirty-five. It gets them to the forty-yard line of the other team. Just hits this guy for a long pass down the middle. They run up, clock it with like twenty-six seconds. He just slowly, like three or four second pass, boom, five yards out of bounds, five yards out of bounds, seven yards out of bounds, thirteen yards out of bounds. Gets them to within where they can throw in the end zone. Boom, hits a guy in the end zone for a touchdown. Kick the extra point, kick off. Nothing doing for the Rams. Game over. And what's happened to the Rams? Yeah, that was why my 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 tweet was because it's funny because I I texted Paul Coro because I because Josh Hauser is a huge Seattle fan, right? So I was like, hey, Tom, Tom terrific, because they were driving down to score that first time. I go, hey, Tom Terrific's gonna do do you a solid and beat LA to give Seattle even a bigger lead. And then he he goes four and out. And I go, oh, Tom average didn't get it done. And then he gets the ball back and he starts driving, and Paul texts me, he goes, uh, you might want to rethink that. And I wrote, I wrote back and I said, <laughs> what did I say? I said, uh, he, or he, he goes, he goes, not, uh, he goes, he goes too soon question mark like that. And I said, uh, I said, uh, never mind about Tom average. And he goes too soon question mark. And I go, I'd like to play my Tom Brady dislike amnesty card, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, I, I have to admit he might be the greatest of all time. That was amazing. But yeah, they got that win to, and the Cardinals, as bad as they are, they're still not out of it because nobody's any good in that division. No, the Seahawks are six and three now. Yeah, they might Geno's, be hard to catch. Geno Smith is playing. I don't know. Do you feel like Seahawks, though? I mean, I don't know who they have coming the rest no, of the No, I don't. Do you, do you feel like they're going to fall apart? Like, they can't sustain it. But look, their next three games are Buccaneers. I think that's, is that in Germany or something? They got the Buccaneers. Yeah, I think so. Raiders at home. Rams. Panthers, 49ers, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. I mean, they could sick, they got six wins. They could get seven over the Buccaneers, eight over the Raiders, nine over the Rams, 10 over the Panthers. Even if they lose to the Niners and the Chiefs, I mean, they're, they're going to, and then the Jets again, that you would think they could, the worst they could be, they could be 11 and five. Dude, that maybe, Kenneth maybe Walker, 10, 10, they're running back for Seattle. Yeah. What a stud that guy is. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Out of they play 17 State. games now, right? It's not a 16 yeah, game season. They play games. 17. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. That, that that's the biggest surprise. I mean, 
we talked about it with with these old <clears throat> quarterbacks just falling apart. I mean, I didn't I didn't watch it all. How did Rodgers just look bad, or was it just no help, or what was the deal with him today? Uh, he threw two first half interceptions in the end zone. One of them deflected off a lineman's defensive lineman's helmet. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Never happened seen to the that dude. before. No, he's and then he was very upset on the sideline. I know must have been upset with himself. He couldn't have been upset with anybody else. But I don't think he ever gets upset with himself. Probably not. That's the thing about Rodgers. He's a he pretty confident himself. dude. He yeah, does he love is. him. He's an arrogant dude. Yeah. So um, your Vikings are seven and one. Like which? I mean, you didn't you didn't see that coming, right? No, not at all. I didn't really know what to expect with O'Connell, new new head coach. Yeah, where did he come from? He was a Rams OC last year. Maybe that's the reason the Rams stink and the Cardinals. Are, and yeah, the Vikings that, could, are that could be too. I, I, hey, I, I thought all along that Zimmer was holding him back. I've liked yeah. Zimmer until he went nuts on the vaccine thing. But, um, yeah. but well, he was a defensive guy. I've liked Zimmer defensive though, but I always first. felt he was holding them back. Just his whole mm-hmm. whole way of managing and and he coaching. didn't really. Yeah, he didn't really seem to have a good relationship with Cousins either. Which you got to have that. Yeah, I don't think and, he trusted Cousins. <clears throat> no, and O'Connell, just from what I've seen. You know, they they put the little little uh, montages together on the Vikings Facebook page from the game and stuff. Man, what a real positive guy. I mean, he is. He's just real upbeat, and you can see why why players would like to play for him. They were down 17-7 to start the fourth quarter today. Mm. Came back and won. Got a, got a key interception from Harrison Smith. Um, Heinke has been playing. Is it Heinke? Mikey? Yeah, guy know. for the Redskins quarterback. Oh yeah, Hanky. Hanky. Hey, so how many people make the playoffs? You got your four division winners. You get three wild cards. Or I think so. Yeah. Is that right? Because 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 only the number one seed gets a buy now, right? Did they change that? So yeah, the three other division winners play, and there's three wild cards. I think. Let's see here. So you're looking at Philly. I mean, right now you're looking, man. <laughs> Out of the East, Phillies eight and no. Cowboys are six and two. The Giants are six and two. Vikings. I mean, look, you, look you, at the look at the North there, <laughs> man. What did you with the Vikes? Three and three and six, three and six, yeah. two and six are below the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, man, look, the Vikes are going to have to have a massive collapse. But but, yeah. but none of those guys are going to make the. I mean, the wild card is right now. I mean, right now it's Philadelphia, Minnesota, uh, Tampa, or Atlanta winning that division. And Seattle and the wild, I mean, the two wild cards at six and two, there's going to be a dogfight for a bunch of really bad teams to get that second yeah. wild card, that third wild card spot. I they mean, the commanders be. are four and five. Falcons are four and five. Tampa's four and five. They might not even be 500 that, that third. I don't team think they will them. be. That's crazy. And then you look at the and I mean, it's, it's way too early, right? When I'm halfway AFC through, but just, yeah. look at look at that AFC East six and two, six and three, six and three. <laughs> And there's a lot of just average on it. It's, boy, the East has got it going on in the in the AFC and NFC, don't they? Yeah, you notice. <laughs> and it, I it, you think it's coincidental that when they all the years that New England dominated, all the AFC East teams were horrible. Now look at them. No, not at look all. where New England is. <laughs> not at all, man. It, it, I told you today, the NFL is fixed, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, the Jets were driving on Buffalo, and all of a sudden a camera broke. It's never happened before. It stopped them for like ten minutes, and yeah. then they couldn't complete their drive. I switched over to the game, and they were they were showing the Bears Dolphins. I'm like, did that? Did the Jets team game turn into a route all of a sudden where they switched over? Then they come back. I'm like, going, oh man, Jets got the momentum going, and then uh, that guy's yeah. doing really He's doing well. Great. That coach. new coach, yeah, he was a D coordinator. 
at, at San Francisco. Yeah. He seems like he seems like a younger guy too, who kind of who kind of gets along with his players and like really he's more of a motivator and I don't know Robert, who's calling plays for them yeah, offensively Robert and stuff, but yeah, yeah, I like him. I like just like his demeanor on the sideline. Well, we can't talk about it without talking about um, the Cardinals. I mean, I've, I've this is my hot take: the Cardinals aren't very good at football. <laughs> they they don't play football well. That's no, my hot take. They don't like they 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 can't get plays in on time. They can't uh, execute plays at all. Uh, barely can get them off before the, the clock expires. They can't tackle very well, and they don't block very well, and they don't catch the ball very well. But other than that, they're a pretty good football team. <laughs> like, what do they do good? Not much. What do they do man. well? Not much. They're horrible against the run defensively. Showed that again today when Walker ran all over them. I actually and... think their kicker's pretty good, but he never gets <clears throat> a chance. Prater's pretty yeah. good. He never gets a chance. He was injured early on and they messed up, but like, man, you get, they just got manhandled at home against Seattle. You know, you know, things aren't going well when you have a really nice trick play drawn up and you throw two forward passes to get penalized. <laughs> for it. It doesn't count. Oh, I mean, man. Murray, seriously, really? Well, you know, he's throwing to a rookie. I think Dorch was out there. Yeah. And you, you got to make sure you're behind the, you're behind your quarterback. I mean, he threw a great ball over to Connor, but, didn't matter. And they got the first down. Yeah. And when it got called back, I'm like, oh man, these guys are just bad. I don't know. I don't know what don't you know. do there. You know, I mean, you're three and six. You've got, I mean, I, I used to think, like I said last week, I used to think time was a problem, but I look at their players. They seem to have good players. It's got to be the coach, right? I still don't think Murray can be a drop back pass in the pocket kind of quarterback. If they let him run and do things and just mm-hmm. take their chances on him getting injured, I think he could be very effective. But I think he, they got to really let him play like college ball type of stuff. And I don't yeah, know if that can work do. in the NFL or not. I just don't know. Well, but he's not going to work as a drop back passer when he can't see over the line. Well, and, and he's not even they're not even putting him under center. He's in shotgun and he's not having to drop back. Then they put him under center finally in the fourth quarter. And they did a jet sweep to the re- receiver coming by. I'm like, and he got about five or six yards. But I'm like, that's what you need to do. Come on, let's get creative here, Kingsbury. I mean, they're so predictable. So, so look, you've got, you've got, they're three and six, but we're thinking, you know, it might be a nine and what would it be? A 10 and seven, a nine and eight team, an eight and nine team might make the playoffs, you know, that third spot. This is, I want to, I want to see here. Hang on one second. I want to, I want to check something out. Kyler Murray has signed a five-year contract for all in about $230 million. Rodgers is controlled for three more years for $150 million. Is that right? How, how about how about the Cardinals trade Kyler Murray? For Rodgers. And draft picks for Rodgers. Yeah. Right now. Do Just it. like right now. Do it. I mean, if you're Green Bay, you got to take that, right? I mean, you're not going anywhere. Absolutely. With you need draft picks. I don't know if you Absolutely. think Kyler Murray is the answer or a good guy, but he could step in. He could play. You wouldn't be horrible right away. And you start rebuilding. If you're the Cardinals, would you give Would you give Kyler Murray and three draft picks for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Maybe he's done. I don't know. He's 38. Maybe you wouldn't do that, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think the big problem is Kingsbury, man. Do you think you could win, though, if you got somebody other than Kingsbury? You think you're okay with Kyler Murray as your quarterback? Yeah, I, I think if you brought in the right head coach, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Rodgers is kind of like 
you know, he's been with the same coach for a few years now. And some of the throws I've seen him make this year are just like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, okay, yeah, you don't – Who's you, that? Rodgers. You've got really? inexperienced receivers, but, I mean, how many – now, I expect Kyler Murray to throw the ball and hit a lineman in the head in the helmet, but not Rodgers. Yeah. And he had the guy wide open. It was a touchdown. I mean, who are some teams that don't have good quarterbacks that are still in this thing? Like, who's the quarterback for the Falcons right now? Who's the quarterback for the Saints right now? I mean, they're 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 right in it to win the South, right? Mary, Mary, Marietta's the uh, Mariota. Mariota's okay. for Atlanta. Who else? The Saints. Saints, you've got uh, the old Bengal guy. Yikes! Who's that? Kenny Anderson, Boomer <laughs> Esiason. <laughs> oh, why am I drawing a blank? I think that name. guy's Good too great. old, man. Yeah, I think that guy's too old for that stuff. Um, who is it? Who who am I asking? On the guy, New Orleans. Yeah, let me look. Dalton, Andy Dalton. Come on. Yeah, I'm just like if 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 I'm I I I throw lightning in a bottle. Maybe if (laughs) if I'm in there, like like literally, the top three teams are four and five, four and five, three and five. You know, I mean, why not? Why not? Why not go grab Aaron Rodgers? He hates where he's at. I mean, look at the Colts. They're only two back, and they got they got horrible quarterbacks. You know, look at the Jaguars. They're only two back. You know. Yeah, you think? Well, here's another thing. Make a trade, man. Rogers coming to the Cardinals. He's throwing to De- DeAndre Hopkins. You think? You think he'd make sure he'd get the ball? Yeah, he's got that good tight end too over there, right? Cardinals got some pieces, man. They're Zach not terrible. Ertz, yeah, they're Ertz. not terrible. Connor's a good running back. Yeah, I do. I like him too. Rondale Moore has been playing good. He'd have a, I mean, a much better. Re- let's as soon as you have DeAndre Hopkins, let's face it, you got better than whatever you have in Green Bay. My gosh. I mean, they've got they've got coming up the Cardinals. They got they got Rams, Niners, Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Buccaneers, Falcons, 49ers. I mean, that's not a hard schedule the rest of the way, the way those teams are playing, but the way they're playing, they can make it hard, you know. If you brought in Aaron Rodgers on the Cardinals. You base Kingsbury wouldn't have to really worry about calling plays. Would he anymore? Dude, just run it. With I don't his think experience, so. and I, I I just think I I don't think Murray's really that intelligent when it comes to making play calls and when it comes to making adjustments. He's just that's just not his thing. Yeah. Well, it has to be terrible, all man. it has to be all this is what you do, and it has to be done with confidence. And Kings Kingsbury doesn't have that right now. He just does not exude no i think he's i think he's toast you know yeah yeah man i the chiefs look terrible dude all right let's wrap it up darren with this i i'm i'm bummed um i thought i thought the phillies were the best team coming in they they definitely were not <laughs> who got mvp i didn't even pay attention i couldn't i couldn't listen uh, to you did yeah he's a good young yeah, shortstop he's, he's, man he's, yeah. he's really good and they had correa for a while there too they, they do a nice job. i mean look this is the problem that stain of the cheating because of the way nobody was really, I know that the organization was punished, but none of the players were um, because MLB in its stupid wisdom said, Hey, if you tell us, if you admit to it, we won't, we won't punish you. Oh yeah. I killed the guy. But if I tell you, am I okay? No, you yeah. didn't need him. You had plenty of information. They didn't want to fight the players association. That's all it was about. <clears throat> but there are many players who wanted them to fight it because you were hurting their careers by cheating. The Dodgers still think, you stole our World Series ring. There's yeah. pitchers who are like, I didn't get a contract because you lit me up. I might have got demoted after that game. Yeah. 
you yeah. know? So the players would not have argued that. So anyway, they have a stain on them. Taking all of that away, you look at how they've run the organization. Man, they draft some pretty good players. I mean, yeah, they, they do. They, they run people through their system in a really good fashion. Dusty yeah. Baker managed a really good team this year. I mean, they they kept the guys that they needed to keep with the Guriel and now Tuve and the Bregman that are really good. They kept Maldonado, great defensive catcher. They make that trade for Christian, what's his face Vasquez. from Boston, yep. who is just you know, yep. and they steal him from Boston because Boston got mad at him because Vasquez, like said, Boston wasn't trying and they get him for next to nothing. And yeah. he's their offensive guy. And he came up with a big hit <clears> in that game. Oh, yeah. Tucker. I think Tucker's homegrown. He's still a fantastic player. That cat, that center fielder that made that catch in uh, Philly. Yeah. McCormick. Unbelievable catch. Yeah. Off Un- of Rio Muto. Yeah. Yeah. Chaz McCormick. Yeah. I mean, so, so I, the only reason I don't like them is because of the cheating scandal. And I probably should get over it. If you, if you give them a pass on that, which I'm not prepared to do, they run a really good organization. Yeah. Are they still doing stuff now though? It makes you wonder. No, it does. And and I think every question about that is absolutely right on. Like I I don't, these people are like, Oh, stop questioning them. It's like, no, no, they've been caught. They've been caught before and people were punished significantly. Yeah. Guy lost his job. Bench guys coach lost his was job. suspended for general manager, field yeah. manager were both suspended. Gone. And so they fired him. So obviously there was some seriousness to it. There was a lot to it. Find the maximum allowable fine of $5 million. And they lost their first and second round picks in 2020 and 2021. So MLB said this was illegal. Yeah. But the players didn't suffer any consequences. <laughs> no. Except, and then except getting booed when they go to their or their mastermind behind it. Um, he, I mean, Car- Carlos Beltran was named in it and he lost his job as Mets manager because of it. Yeah. Cora, he was suspended for a year. So they fired him and they hired him right back as soon as the suspension was over. Like it's all wink, H- wink, nod, nod with the, with, with, with the, the was Hinch gone for a couple of years. Might've he was been. suspended for the entire 2020 season. They fired him. He just got back this year. Right. So, I mean, I think he got back a year later in some like capacity in, in, with somebody else in Detroit, but I don't, I don't know what this he, is his second year. I think. So maybe he got right back into it. I think he did. Yeah. But, but he lost, I mean, Altuve and Bregman didn't have to go from a world series team to a crap team. He did. Right. I don't think, I don't think Hinch started it all. I I believed Hinch when he said I knew about it and I should have stopped it. So it's on me, but it wasn't his idea. He wasn't the one who massive Cora. Cora came up with that. Cora Mm -hmm. and Beltran, which is surprising for Beltran. Yeah, to come up is. with that to be a part of that. That was really disappointing to me yeah. about him. And if and if that keeps Carlos Beltran from being considered a, a Hall of Famer, then you know, which I don't think he will be, ended with twenty seven hundred hits. I mean, four hundred thirty home runs. He's like that borderline guy. But everybody's talking about you know what happens when Altuve finishes off his career here, and they're talking about him for the Hall of Fame. Oh, it's got to factor in, right? All the steroid things the, factor in. The the yeah, the Philly fans. <laughs> Let Mattress Mac know about it. He didn't like it. Well, what about that? Mattress Mac, Mac is happy. All this, all the people who bought mattresses from him are happy, right? If you oh, pay yeah. over three grand, you get your money back. Yeah. And he's still, he's still, uh, he's going to make a bunch of money off of it because he, you know, well, he, he made sold a bunch of mattresses and yeah, he 70, made money on the bets. Yeah. He's so going to cover way more than what he did. Must, was it like just a, a, a promotion in general? I think they said he does it every year where where like yeah. he he places a bet and then if you spend X amount of dollars, 
you know, if Philly had a one, nobody would have got their money back and he would have lost his 10 million bucks, but he sold over, I think he had at one point he had sold $30 million of mattresses. Yeah. And in fact, so I if think he has he, to give 30 million back, he made 75. I mean, yeah. with taxes, it's not going to, he's not going to make that much money, but look at the notoriety. Look how cool it is. Look oh, how yeah. Yeah. he's now, he's not one of the biggest bet ever. Like I said, that's the largest bet payoff. I think one of the casinos had to pay 30 million bucks. Oh man. They, they had their, it was a Caesars. They had their earnings call. Three days ago, and our like last Friday on the earnings call, the guy just said, "Hey, da 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 da. Here's where we're at. And, and by the way, I know it's out there. We stand to have to pay a thirty million dollar check, and and, it's, and we're going to be okay. But I'm not going to lie; it's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> how is that? I don't know. Man? I don't know how much it really hurts these sports books, man. Come on. Probably just hurts because they not used to it's been paid a thirty million dollar check. Hurts for pride. But... Yeah, it stings a little bit. It I'm sure they their... got a lot of money on the Phillies, though. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys are smart. They make money. But anyway, I don't know it's kind of cool. I don't know why the old man lost his lost his mind like that, dropping the F bomb, just because they said Altuve was a cheater. <laughs> like, dude, well, right enough. They, they just they just lost. He, his team had just gotten drummed. <laughs> and uh, ah. yeah, well. it's funny though. He's so feisty. He had that big guy and those big security guards in front of him though. That makes you a little tougher to pop off yeah. to Philly fans, you know. But hey, you're gonna you put a big bet on Houston. Yeah, you go to Philly wearing a Bregman jersey, dude. What do you expect? And you're going, yeah. you're going to Philly of all places. Yeah, toughest I, fan base. He did Come it on. though. I mean, yeah, he did. You got to hand the it to old him. man. I don't know. It's, it's kind of. I thought it was mm. kind of funny, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, not happy about it, but I'll get over it. Um, I'm, I'm actually just more not happy with. I don't watch a lot of baseball major leagues anymore just because of the style of play and the way they play. It's just, it's gotten kind of boring to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, you think things will be better next year with the uh, rules changes? I don't know. I mean, no shift. You know I mean, what I'm getting, you know, help I, out some guys that hit better, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm going to appreciate no more shifting anymore. Yeah. After, I, I don't know how many times guys were way out of position and the pitcher doesn't throw it to where he should be throwing it. And there's like a gaping hole between first and second because the second baseman standing right behind second base. Yeah. Or, or there's that sharp ground out to short right field and you get thrown out. Forget it. Just play straight up. Tom Brady, they showed him. I didn't get a chance. Oh, this is like, I, I didn't ever realize this, this uh, Sunday night football. It's who's the lady that runs it here. This, uh, this tall lady, she's tall. Holy cow. Who's the lady who runs is. the, because it's got Tony Dungy, and yeah, uh, they, I don't know who that they is. They took uh, what's his she, face, Rodney Harrison, out, and they put Jason Garrett in there. Yeah, Garrett's the, pretty uh, good, actually. The, <clears throat> that's what I've heard. The woman is, um, I think she was with ESPN. Was she like before. an ex-athlete? She is. She's tall. Her, she has yeah, big know. hands, long fingers too. Was she a basketball player or something? I don't know. She's pretty good. I mean, I just heard him a little bit. I mean, there's, dude. I I feel like as a broadcaster. Doing play by play is the most fun. I I did I did audio for um I did audio for um baseball two games for fall. fall. fall it's so I it's still my I love doing baseball. It's so much fun. I did it by myself. It's, it's it's a blast. But if you just want some easy money, hosting these halftime and pre and post game things oh, where you yeah. got you got four or three or four talking heads. He or she's got two that are intelligent, know what they're gonna do, and you just have to basically be like you just gotta hey, feed them. So they're uh twelve and two against yeah. the blah blah blah. Tony, your thoughts. I mean, and you know, you, you, and they're making tons of money. Chances are there's a, there's a 
research team that's given her all this stuff to begin with. You know how yeah, that works. I mean, the good ones probably do a lot of their own research, but yeah, they. Yeah. Can, I mean, the nice thing is you can be like, hey, I want to talk about this. Check me here or find us out or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, depending on if they're also if they're if they're hosting a bunch of other things, then yeah, you might just sit down with the notes from the research staff and go over them for an hour and pick out what you want to talk about. You know, but the producers have ideas. I mean, I've worked with some crews like that where the producers come, hey, I want to deal with these five stories. I'm like, well, I want to tell these stories, and you kind of talk it through, and they can help find you stuff. And you, yeah, if you work together as a team, but. I mean, doing that, especially if you're around guys that, I mean, see, they both seem really cool, like Dungey and Garrett, you know, yeah, like that would just yeah. be a fun game. I mean, she does a nice job with it. I'm not saying it's easy, but, um, well, I guess I am saying it's easy, but she, she, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, that would be a fun gig, man. You just let like Terry Bradshaw be Terry Bradshaw and your Kurt Minifee and you just kind of let him go. Oh, he had a great one today. They throw to Kurt Minifee and the guy thought he was going to talk about something else. So the guy, which I never do, cause I, even when they tell me, Hey, throw it to so-and-so. They're going to talk about Darren's day. I'm always afraid I'm going to be that guy that goes, hey, and so with the report on Darren Phillips, let's go down to Kendra. And she goes, well, actually, I'm going to talk about, you know, because I didn't get it. So I just say, let's check in with Kendra. You know, yeah. I, I hate her. <laughs> so he goes, well, let's go back to Kurt Minifee and talk about the bills or whatever, something like that. And Kurt goes, I'm just, yeah, okay, English. We're actually going to talk about that. <laughs> but he just totally muffed it. And then when they brought it back, I think it was I and he goes, Kurt, that was my bad. I thought you were going to talk about them. I totally threw you off. Like he tried to take ownership of it himself, yeah. which it was kind of his fault. But Minifee, I've never heard of a, a guy do that. And he was like, <laughs> well, the okay, English, please. Just we're going totally, to talk about it. Totally tongue tied. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was, it shows you the guys making billions still. It's still something. Yeah. They when you the acknowledge they say it, talk. Yeah. when you acknowledge it. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Cause he just laughed at himself and it's yeah. like, oh, that's great. That's what Kurt. you have to do. He seems like a good dude too. He seems like a fun guy. Yeah, he does. That air. I, my biggest issue with other broadcasters are when they seem arrogant and their hubris drips through the microphone. Yeah. I just can't stand that. <clears throat> it's a little bit better if you're an athlete because you kind of expect that about athletes. So I really like the broadcasters who just seem to really enjoy it and, and are having fun and don't take themselves too seriously, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. like those guys a lot. Or the guys that are just above it all. Like Al Michaels is like, dude, I'm Al Michaels. Yeah. Like, let's just go open the mic. We'll talk. I'm doing yeah. this thing. You know, <laughs> Nance is kind of that way, but you know, he's just kind of like, what's going on with Romo though? Like, I don't know. He, he's not good anymore. No, they, they went, to be, yeah, they went to, to a, they went back to them right before Brady did his thing. And, and it's obvious that Nance and him had talked about what he was going to say. Cause right out of a commercial Nance goes, and they come to him and Romo's like, I'm like, did you have your jacket off and you put it back on late? And Roma and Nance says, Tony, you're always so good with the math. They've definitely got time to get to get down the field. And Tony goes, Well, yeah. I mean, Brady's Brady's one of the best in the I was like, dude, he just set you up to talk about how do you matriculate the field in 38 seconds. Obviously, you guys talked about that's what he was going to talk about. And he threw it to you and you went, uh, and then I swear at the end of the game, the camera showed uh Tracy with Wilson. the mic with yeah. Brady and, 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 and it sounded like Nance, he goes, well, and Tom Brady gets it done again. And his next day was me. Let's go down to Tracy. He goes, Tom Brady gets it done again. And you hear, and you, and right away, Tony goes, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing what this guy can accomplish. Blah, 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 blah. And he talked for like 30 seconds. And then, then you hear Nance go, all right, we'll send it back to the studio. And they never went down to Brady. No way. Never went down to him. I guarantee you. 
Tony was supposed to shut up. He was what throwing he... it down to the field and he oh talked over it. Gosh. Cause they in the producers in the ear going, Hey, Tracy's got Tom. Let's throw it down to the yeah, field. Yeah. And it sounded like a perfect segue. Tony just got done. Nance is a pro. He's like, Tom Brady gets it done again. Let, but no, Tony's like, you did, 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 did. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Tracy's standing out there with Tom Brady. They never went to him. No, I'm sure he heard about it. I mean, unless, you know, when I do Pac-12 stuff, we do a lot of, of uh, post-game that we do the interview, but then we just put it on the website to play later. But NFL doesn't do that. Usually they go down to the field oh, and yeah. talk to the guy. Especially if it's Brady and on a comeback like that. Yeah, it's the guy's been struggling. Team's yeah. been struggling. Yeah. He's still got it. I think Tony's out of it, man. I don't know if Tony's been drinking during the day. I don't know. Tony just on. doesn't yeah, he's, care he's anymore. Not as, he's not as good as not when he first came on. He was really, really sharp. Really good. And now really he's good. Just, fast. Surprising yeah. how good he was. Yeah. But I still love that's why I'm saying the old guys. Let, 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 let Michaels call the World Series next year, man. Yeah. Come on. I like it. Let's get Bring Michaels back. and Bob Brindley. How about get Dick Stockton? Bring in Dick Stockton. Yeah, even have Musburger do it. I don't care. He's like he's like old. He doesn't care anymore. He'll say whatever he wants. Let's do it, man. I was watching the old ones and like when Jack, when Joe Buck, Jack Buck, when uh, and and was doing it, and uh, when Kirby had that great game and and hit that home run in the ninth, the bottom of the ninth to walk off Atlanta, and and as he hits it, all he says is he says home run, you know, you know, deep to left and. You know, Davis would do these like lightning in a bottle a second time. Like all these catchphrases everybody loves. And he just go, he just goes home run to left. So we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. Like he said everything. It's a game winner. We got another game. We'll see you tomorrow. Have you heard Joe Buck basically steal that from his dad? He's done it before. Yeah. We'll I like see that. You tomorrow night. I like that. When I know. It's, 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 it's yeah. a nod, especially when it's your dad. Yeah. That's true. I'll say Shazam every now and again. Like if something for Al, yeah. just because it's like, I'll, I'll give a nod there. You, the thing is you can't give a nod really to, to Vin because his, it's so difficult. His nods are like long yeah. poet, poetic speeches. And you're like, how do I do that? I in a the... year that in a year of the improbable, the impossible has happened. Like, where do you fit that? Yeah. In, you know, yeah. I was, uh, I was in the Valley on Friday. I'm driving back up and the suns are starting and I just had to put it on and just listen to Al. They were playing Portland at home. You still like him. Oh, love him. I do too. I talked to the young guys and they're like, he's lost it, man. He doesn't no. go fast enough. He's not. He, calling no, it. he like, doesn't. It, I mean, there, there was a year or two there or maybe a season where he sounded like he was, but I'm sorry. He still sounds really, really sharp. Yeah. I and think just so his, too. his voice inflection and how he says things. It, it just, it just kind of took me back a couple decades to just first, like when we came out here as a family or listen to the sun's games on the radio and Al McCoy and, I remember one time my dad and I were walking, we were at a game, I think it was in the Coliseum and we're walking down and Al McCoy is, is doing his shtick in front of the camera. And my dad was just like, just look at that guy. Look at how he does, how effortless that is. I mean, to be able to just stand there and you know, they used to, I've, I've talked to you about this before. I think you should try to work this into the GCU games, but he used to do the, do the uh, on-court inter- live interview Oh yeah, on the post-game I've- show with the player. We brought that up. Oh, it was great. They try to get you guys out of the stadium as fast as possible. Sometimes because they got to turn it around and refit it and stuff. But yeah, fans would love that. Stay around, do those interviews. And then then put it on a big screen out on the, uh, out on the lawn. Ricky would love it because we did. He listened to the game on the exhibition. We interviewed Igehan, his favorite, his man crush. After the game. I don't know if he listened to it or not. 
All right. He should. He should. We need to be Bryce and a player, you know? Yeah. So they got a big one coming up Monday. Are you coming down tomorrow night? I think I'm going to come By the time it drops, it'll be tonight. You coming to that? I think I'm going to come. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Montana State should be a good game, huh? Yeah, I mean, Montana State's got, I mean, they're very good. They lost three of their starters, so um, it's going to be interesting how they gel early on, and they didn't gel very good in the exhibition. But, you know, I mean, they lost three of their starters, too. This is their first game, too, right? Yeah, yeah, they had an exhibition against Billings and only won it like fifty nine to forty six or something. Oh, they didn't look that good, but they're 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 adding in a bunch of pieces. They're 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 three guys they lost are good. Then, but they've got the reigning um, Big Sky MVP and the guy who was picked to be the MVP again this year. So they they're a very good team. Did they win uh, a tournament game last year? Lost to Texas Tech in the first round. Big or was it? Close? Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Like, oh man, they almost won that one. Um, but they 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 motored through the big sky. Uh, but you know, I'm looking at stuff. I mean, we're I think the big sky is you know Ken Palm, which does a lot of pre preseason ratings. They have the WAC as the 13th. I think the ranked the 13th best conference, and I think the big sky is like the 22nd or something like that. Um, so we're the 13th. I think WCC is like ninth or 10th. Um, big 12 is ranked as the as the best overall. SEC is the second on Ken Palm. It's a it's Ken Palm is if you're to that site. It's no. like all analytics. Like, I don't understand half of their numbers. They do like offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, all these things. We're our Ken Palm ranking is 96. And only three teams we play this year have a higher Ken Palm ranking than us at the beginning of the season. Oh. That's uh Wichita State, uh, Wyoming, and North Texas. Everybody else has a lower. Um, the next highest whack is Abilene Christian, like at a at a buck twenty, buck thirty, maybe. So Wyoming- those are all the pre. Wyoming will be interesting going to their place because they came to our place last year and beat us. Yeah. Do they well, have a lot of guys back? Mald- or Maldonado haven't... beat it. They got Maldonado back. Um, uh-huh. I did hear, though, that I did hear that their kid. Um, shoot. Who did he? That Their kid that was not Maldonado, but another good kid on their team that played us really well. He, he got hurt. I think he's going to be out until December. So we're going to miss him. Graham E.K., the mm. uh, 6'9 kid. Yeah. I think he's injured and hopefully he'll be okay. Hunter Maldonado killed us. He's a, he was a six, seven guard and he, we couldn't, he's just big in size. We couldn't get him. We couldn't match him. Yeah. We'll do better this year because we have more size with Noah who is about his size, but not as quick. And then we've got Ray, who's probably as strong as him, but only, only two inches shorter. So we should match up better. And then we can put Kobe on him with some length, you know? So I think we're going to be a better position, but they're going to be tough at home. Uh, they're just old and good. And they're, they, man, they, they, they're so well coached. Yeah. Um, and North Texas is really good too. So I think, I think Monday night, I think we should win. I'm excited to see the new guy, new, new team. Yeah, man. But I think, I think it'll give you a nice little challenge. Then we got San Diego Christian on Wednesday. Then we go to Nevada to play at Nevada at 2 PM on Saturday. And they're not ranked very high or well thought of, but I mean, it's Steve Alford and they've got some good players and they've got oh, some, Alford's up there you know, now huh? on paper. They got some really good players. So I think that's going to be a tough one too. That's in um, Reno, right? That's in Reno. Yeah, maybe Ricky and I will drive up there. That's a drive, man. Nah, I know. We'd then we fly. then we come back and play Grambling. Then we go to Kansas City and we have Wichita State and either San Francisco or Northern Iowa. Um, which yeah, Wichita State's above us in the in the in the Kin Palm. I don't think San Francisco or Northern Iowa is. Then we got Pepperdine, Alcorn State, Wyoming, Lowell, the Marymount, North Texas, Emory, Riddle, Idaho State. Then conference play starts. So it's getting going, baby. Fun stuff, man. Yeah. Fun All stuff. right. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow night. Then I'll be. Yeah, there. I'll, I'll come. Text down me you. when you get there. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. To I guess it was the baseball wrap. Not really though. 
We'll have to get somebody on an interview uh, and, and talk to some coaches and stuff. Let's talk to some old school guys so they can agree with us about hating the way baseball is played. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later on the Baseball Wrap. <laughs>